Hello, McIntyre's Football Fan TV. This is the match preview. Republic of Ireland take on Bulgaria in the Nations League tomorrow. I'm joined by Gary Spain. Firstly, Gary, how are you? I'm good. All well now. I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow night, albeit I'll be watching on TV. Yeah, I'll be at it myself. Um, obviously, I haven't had a chance to go to many games because a lot of them have been away, especially on this this turn of events. Uh, you've been away, you've been in Wembley and you've been in Cardiff and you're back now. But just kind of looking at our team, just to start off, I have the squad up here in front of me now and just some of the players that are missing tomorrow, which is going to make this key because this is a must-win game, in my opinion. We're obviously on two points, they're on one point and this game could swing it either way if we don't win this and they win we could be relegated if we win this or draw this they're relegated so in my opinion it must win and we need to score but the players out Adam Eda Matt Doherty James McLean uh, Alan Brown Jason Malumby uh, there's more there Seamus Coleman oh, yeah serious list of players there John Egan and more and the Stevens as well obviously a big miss there but we're obviously missing a lot of players, but we still must be going into this game. I know we haven't been playing well, and well, we have been playing well. I know we haven't been scoring and getting the results. We must be going into this game confident, though. I think. What about you? Yeah, um, I don't know about confident. Um, I, I think we will win. I, I think. Uh, I think a win would make an absolutely huge difference. It would definitely lift some of the gloom. As you say, a win or indeed a draw means we avoid relegation, which I think is crucial. But it's over four months to our next game. So I think whatever result we get tomorrow night will certainly it'll live long in the memory. If, if we win, I think it'll banish a lot of the negativity, the doom and gloom. Uh, it means we stay up. It gives us a chance at the seeding. But we're, we're also, for the World Cup, we're depending on other results. So that's probably a long shot. But at least with a win, it, it would introduce a lot of positivity to the squad. Now, you mentioned some of the players were missing. I think it's 16 players we are missing um, between injury and COVID and everything else, and uh, which is something else. So it's, it's very different playing without almost a full, a full team uh, almost a, a team of starters. I think it's something like nine or ten of the team that started at Stephen's first game in Sofia will be out. Um, having said that, Bulgaria are missing nine as well. Uh, so both teams are pretty much depleted. I, I still think we've quite a few uh, players there that can make an impact. It's, it is a chance for other members in the squad. I mean, Stephen did want to use these games to experiment, so He's going to end up using a lot more players, I'd say, than he ever expected to use between the Nations League. And, uh, well, we'll see what tomorrow brings. But I, I'm hopeful we're going to win. And uh, I, I think we can certainly avoid defeat, which is absolutely crucial. Yeah, well, obviously, a couple of players that have been drafted in. You have Ryan Manning, Troy Paris, Aaron McAniff and Graham Burke. Do you, do you foresee any of the League of Ireland trio playing? Shamrock Rovers midfielders. So I, I imagine they're drafted in in for cover. Um, I, I think Jack Byrne, who was already in the squad, I think Jack Byrne will definitely play. He may even start, but I would certainly expect to see Jack Byrne off the bench. 
Um, Graham Burke and Aaron McAniff, probably not. I think they're probably brought in as cover. Um, you don't, I don't, you don't know. Uh, Ryan Manning is somebody who I was hoping to get a look at on under mixed rain. He was having a great run with QPR. He's now at Swansea. Um, I haven't really tracked how well he's been playing lately, but I know from a couple of QPR fans I knew they were raving about him last season. So uh, maybe he'll get a, he'll get a run. Uh, he may well be the the left back because um, we're we're quite um, we're quite short uh, with defenders as well. So it may make sense to play Ryan Manning at left back. It may make sense to play Robbie Brady at left back as well. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what team Stephen picks. Yeah, just in the comments there, Jem Byrne was just saying, howdy lads, how are you doing, Jem? Thanks for jumping on. We're obviously live here on YouTube with the match preview. But yeah, Gary, you obviously did a bit of research today on the Bulgarian players and kind of how they're looking. And I just want to go into their kind of form guide here. I mean, they've drawn against us and lost every other game. The only difference is we've drawn two games. We haven't won yes. any and neither have they. Yeah, so they, they did win a friendly there, but I think it was against Gibraltar or something last um last week but i wouldn't read too much into that yeah so their their form i mean and they were very very disappointed to lose at home to finland on sunday that was a bad blow for them um they were expecting to pick something up out of that game um i i had a look at the players that that are missing so even before sunday before the latest three players testing positive they were already missing their goalkeeper their experienced goalkeeper who played against us in September uh, Georgiev they were missing Ned Yalkov Kostadinov and Ned Nelev and uh, they were a couple of decent players Our Kostadinov had a good game against us um, back in September and Ned Yalkov was a guy that was involved I, I can't remember exactly which guy he was but I, I know he was involved quite a bit against us and one of the subs that came on as well Galibov is also out um, so that was four starters and a sub were among the six players that were that were already out of the squad now the three people that were out did not play against us but it's the backup keeper Vasilev so they've lost two goalkeepers I think the only goalkeeper they've left has only got three caps and sorry they've brought in a couple of keepers who've never played for them before so they will be uh, certainly I, I don't know the goalkeepers I don't know that much about Bulgarian goalkeepers but certainly it's worth having a go at a guy who's only got three caps for his country and on the bench there's nobody at all there's nobody with any international experience uh the defender Vasilin, I'll, I'll struggle with his pronunciation. Apologies, guys. Vasil Bozhikov, Boz, um, he was actually down as their captain for for Dublin. So he's one of the guys that tested positive for COVID. Now he didn't play in September, but so I don't know whether he was the the backup captain or. But he's out as well. And another defender, Velkovsky. Um, I, I, I don't know how regular he was with them. So he's one of the COVID guys as well. So I know we're missing something like 16 players at the last count. They're missing nine. So I don't know what we really we can read into it. Um, it's a chance for both countries, for players who would not normally be representing their country, for players to step up and stake a claim. Um, but yeah, so it's very, very hard to predict what's what's going to happen um i don't know i mean what do you what do you think 
I think it's one of those though, and with with Bulgaria, they're they're not going to have as much quality as we have. I mean, I know, albeit we've lost a lot of Premier League players, we still have good players in the squad that I think can make a difference. Even still, I was still looking around. There's some decent players there who I believe can make a difference for us, and you know, there's still Robbie Brady's in the squad, Connor Howerton's in the squad, and there's a chance for them probably to to show what they're really about, show their their added quality over the other players. Um, you know, a couple of people here in the comments there just saying, you know, it'd be nice to finish on a high because it's been a tough year for Ireland. Michael Mahoney says that there in the comments. But he is right. It, it is a chance for someone like, I don't know, James Collins, maybe if he starts, get a couple of goals. He's obviously scored against Bulgaria before in the friendly. I know it was a friendly, but he's obviously scored against them. So he has that psychological thing over them. Uh, Jack Byrne obviously played well in that game as well. Josh Cullen played well in that game as well. So there's so many different players and different variables that could come into that game. And I think as well up front, you know, Sean McGuire has a point to prove. James Collins has a point to prove. Ronan Curtis has a point to prove. These will all be looking at it. Okay, we need to get ourselves a spot in the World Cup qualifying campaign squad. So I think a lot of them will be looking to try and impress Stephen Kenny. Whoever starts or whoever comes off the bench, they'll be looking to make a point that they should be in future squads. And it's a chance for some of them to really show what they're about. As I mentioned, Howrahin and, and probably Brady, because I felt as though Brady probably should have scored the other night or at least got an assist. Now, I, I accept the assist. There's nothing really he could have done about it, But the two shots he, he took from the edge of the box probably could have done better. And that could be down to a lack of games at club level. I don't know. But he's starting to get club uh, games now at international level, which will probably benefit from going back to his club. But if he can end our goal drought or one of those. I would love to see Jack Byrne in our goal drought, to be honest with you. I think that would be brilliant. I think that would actually give the nation a big lift. I think a lot of people would love to see Jack score. Um, maybe I'm being a bit too optimistic there, but you know, I think a lot of people would like to see Jack score the goal that ends the drought. And we just want to see a win at this point. You know, we've we've gone long enough now without a goal won. We've obviously broken that record six games without a goal. And it has been horrendous. We just cannot put the ball in there. And it's just one of those in another period of form that goes in a goal goes in off someone's arse and we win a game and it used to happen to us an awful lot especially when the likes of Robbie Keane and that were playing for us goals like that did used to go in for us at the moment they're just not and we live the will in time but it's just one of those I think we keep going with this now and I think tomorrow our I, I believe our our favours will change our, our what's the word I'm looking for our, our, our fortunes will change sorry. fortunes yeah so yeah, I'm 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 actually positive going into this game. I know it's hard to be, and a lot of people will probably say in the comments that I'm probably a bit too optimistic. But I think it's a game that we definitely can win, and it's definitely a game that we should win. Yeah, it's it's definitely a game we can win, even without the players. Um, I mean, Bulgaria won't be mugs. I mean, they will be. They won't beat themselves. We are going to have to beat them. Uh, yeah, I agree. It'd be absolutely huge. Whoever scores. Um, you mentioned Robbie Brady. Robbie was my man of the match in Cardiff. Uh, I thought he played really well, yeah. and and I would, without doubt, have him in the the starting eleven. Um, not just for his general play around the pitch, because I think he's just a quality player, but also his delivery at set pieces. I I think is better than anybody else we have, and uh, I think that could be crucial to ending the goal drought maybe scoring one himself or maybe setting one up. So Jack Byrne is well capable of scoring goals. We've seen him score some crackers for Shamrock Rovers. And uh, yeah, he, he could be the one. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him start. Um, 
Yeah, so a win, as I said, it's it's going to be four months to the next game. So a win would would be absolutely crucial. Get the monkey off our back, get a first win of 2020. A lot of the negativity, a lot of the other results would be forgotten if we can get that win. And uh, it would obviously mean we'd also score a goal. Uh, I, I, I think it's absolutely crucial, though, to avoid relegation. I know... Um, uh, somebody saying it in the comments, Paul Carney, would it make it easier to qualify for Euro 2024? I actually think it would make it harder to qualify. Um, okay, we would go down into League C. So if we won our section, we would have a playoff against other League C teams. But with 32 countries ahead of us in the Nations League, the 16 in League A, the 16 in League B, unless we won our section, we almost certainly wouldn't get a playoff. So it'd be a question of trying to qualify automatically with a bad seeding because the best seeding we could get would be actually, if we get relegated, the best seeding we could get would be a fourth seed for Euro 2024 because, uh, let me get my figures right in this, there'd be 16 in League A, there'd be 16 in League B. So all those 32, the, the, the first 10 seeds would be in League A the second 10 seeds would be a mix of League B and League A and B. All the third seeds would be from League B. And uh, the fourth seeds would be two League Bs and eight from League C. So we'd actually have to finish second in our group to get a, a fourth seed for Euro 2024. So it would be very difficult, I think, more difficult to qualify. It would also be a disaster financially for the FEI because if you're down in League C, you're playing nations that would not be very attractive. I don't think we'd have too many fans wanting to go to the Aviva to see them. It'd be very hard to sell out games or even get decent crowds. Very hard to attract sponsors, get interest in the media. So I think it's really important to stay in League B. If you're in League B, you're in the, the top 32. So even if you don't win your section, okay, it's hard to win your section in League B without a doubt. But uh, we got a playoff for, out of the last Nations League by finishing bottom of our Nations League campaign, or at least Nations League group and not winning a match. So there's a good chance if you stay in League B that you'll end up with a playoff anyway for Euro 2024. So, yeah, I think it's absolutely crucial to avoid defeat because if we draw tomorrow, Bulgaria get relegated, we stay up. It's as simple as that. If we lose, we go down. And obviously, if we win, we stay up as well. So the win, the win would be great. Um, I think the most important thing is avoiding relegation tomorrow night. Um, that's just from the future situation. But obviously for Stephen Kenny and the squad and the players and all the negativity around, it'd be fantastic to get a goal and get a win. And uh, because that and that could even help our World Cup seeding as well. Although, as I said, it's out of our hands. We need Russia to lose. We need Romania to lose in Belfast. But it, it could happen. It could fall into place. But certainly to have any chance to get a second seed for the World Cup, we have to win tomorrow night. Yeah, I think this is it. But I think a couple of players we actually forgot to probably give a mention. And, and again, if, if either of these players play or score tomorrow, I think it would give a lift as well. And that's Jason Knight and Troy Parrott. Obviously, Troy's been called up from the under-21s. He would have probably been in the squad had he been fully fit anyway. Stephen Kenny really rates him. That's why I'd be interested to see whether or not Troy actually starts. Now, I've done a start in 11 show and it'll go up in a little while. So people are asking in the comments, who do we think will start? We'll leave that for the start in 11 show. But I'm just saying, 
there is players capable there of getting a goal, and we mentioned them already. You know, I think Curtis, Collins, Parrott, Knight, Brady. These are all players capable of getting a howler in from a set piece. Jack Bourne. Uh, yeah, Duffy from from a from a set piece as well. Um, Kevin Long obviously scored against these as well. If he plays, he scored against these at the Aviva as well. So look, there there is these things as well. Shane Duffy obviously scored against them the last time we played them in Stephen Kenny's first game, our only goal under Stephen Kenny. So we do have goals in the team. It's just a matter of actually showcasing what we can actually do and and just maybe get an early goal and and build on it. Imagine we went in tomorrow and we beat Bulgaria four one or something. Just imagine. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but yeah. I'm just saying, you know, how much of a high we be, could be going out from that. So. Again, Troy Power coming off the bench probably is, is a more realistic sense. But, I mean, Horgan's there. Um, as I said, I, th- I think Collins looked really lively when he came on. Didn't I? I would definitely have him as my centre-forward for, for this game tomorrow. I think he has that physicality, you know, and he bullies defenders. Whereas I felt as though, and I mentioned it already on one of the other shows, is that either got bullied by the Welsh defence the other night. I don't think that happens to Collins. I think that showed when he came on. That's nothing, you know, bad against either. It's just he's learning his trade at the moment and he was coming up against players who just wanted to bully him and he was left isolated a lot as well. But I think Collins can actually handle being isolated. But I think, look, it's... I'm actually positive going into this game tomorrow. I like the fact that there's been new players called up and it gives Stephen a chance to look at these players and they get to train with the other players to see if they're good enough. You know, like Sierra McAniff, Scrambert, Jack Taylor, Troy Parrott and so on. Jason Knight looks like he'll be nailed on from March onwards to, to be in the squad now that the under-21s are finished with their campaign. You know, So I think we're going in the right direction and we just need to get this win tomorrow. If we get a win tomorrow, boy, Jesus, it'll be a nice Christmas. Yeah, I mean, a win would be, would be absolutely fantastic. Any sort of a win. Yeah, 4-1, I think, is kind of dreamland stuff. But even even a 1-0 win, I think, be nice. Get rid of the doom and gloom. Uh, it would get rid of all the stats. I mean, we're, we're 10 games now, 10 competitive games without a win. And we're, was it, six games without a goal. So uh, if we get a win tomorrow, all those stats go out the window. Um, it's four months to the next game. We have the World Cup draw to look forward to next month. So I think everything, one win makes an awful difference. You know, in, in any kind of football, club football, teams on a bad run, suddenly you get a win and there's a lot more optimism around the camp. You're, you're buzzing going into the next game. So um, it's just find a way to, to win the game tomorrow. And uh, I think it'll, it could make a huge difference. And uh, yeah, I think we can do it. I know we're missing a lot of players, but... Paul, you've, you've mentioned, without like, giving away your starting eleven. you've mentioned a lot of decent players, a lot of players that people want to see in green jersey. Uh, Roland Curtis probably hasn't. He's been playing really well with Portsmouth, and he hasn't really got much of a chance. And when he did away in Finland, or, and he, he, he's done well when he's come off the bench, so he may well be someone who could start tomorrow night. Um, Troy Parrott's definitely one for the future. I see it mentioned in the comments as well, uh, how fit he is. He was only fit to be on the bench for the under-21s. I know he came off the bench at half-time. So, yeah, it's probably a good point, Daniel. I'd say maybe last half an hour is a good shout. Um, Maybe a bit earlier if we needed a goal because he's well capable of scoring. I think he is going to be 
a star for us in the future, but another young player learning his trade as well. Um, so Jason Knight, many people think uh, he should be starting regularly. People were surprised he was in the under-21 squad initially for this series of games. Uh, he got called into the senior squad for Cardiff, played in Cardiff. I thought played very well. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he starts. And uh, he's he's well capable. Stephen knows exactly what he can do from the under-21s. So he's someone that could well nail down a starting place if he has a good game tomorrow night. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think a lot of people, a lot of people in the comments are just giving Jeff Hendrick grief. He is suspended, so we won't bother spending any time discussing him. Obviously, we, we did that in the final word and stuff like that. But uh, look, I think that's all to really say about the game other than your score prediction and your goal scorer or goal scorers, because I reckon you're going to go for a 1-0 win. Yeah, you, you got me. <laughs> I am going to go for a 1-0 win, and I'm going to go for Ronan Cortis, who I think is going to get his chance and hopefully take his chance. That'd be nice. Uh, I am going to go for a 3-1 victory. It's optimistic, I know, but uh, I'd like to see Collins maybe get two and, and uh, Robbie Brady get one. So that would be me, 3-1, and we go into Christmas on a high, coming into March then on a high as well. And who knows what could happen between now and March in terms of players getting a run, the development and stuff like that. Troy Park might start getting a, a run of games at Millwall and stuff like that. Actually, instead of Robbie Brady, I'll go for Troy Park at, at, to get a late goal just to wrap things up. That, and I think that would be a nice little nice little packaged gift for, for, for Christmas, you know? Yeah, that would be that would be sweet. I mean, I I think a lot of us have great hopes for Troy. I mean, we have. Uh, I know there's been so much negativity around, but we have. There's a great bunch of players there. We we've done very well at underage. Got to the semi-finals of the under 19s in Armenia last year. Qualified four of the last on five under 17 finals. The under 21s up until last Sunday had been on a fantastic fantastic run we were so close to qualifying for the finals unfortunately it's gone now but there are so many good players there and over the next few months hopefully as you say Paul they're going to get hopefully they will get their chances hopefully Jay Malumby is going to get a lot of game time at Brighton um, he looks a quality player Jason Knight's already getting getting good game time hopefully Troy Parrish will be fit and playing for Millwall um, Adam Ida will hopefully get time at Norwich as well because that he'll certainly stand to him. If, if he's all coming up against championship defenders every week, that'll make a huge difference. So I think the future is bright, but I think it may take time. And I think a win tomorrow night would be absolutely crucial from that perspective because it, it buys time. It, it avoids... Look, I don't even want to talk about relegation because it really is... It is unthinkable in many ways, but... Avoiding relegation, I think, is crucial. So uh, a win obviously does that, buys a bit of time, gives our younger players more time to develop. with the World Cup draw next month, and, and who knows, we could have... And hopefully we'll have fans back in 2021. There's good news about uh, vaccines for COVID this week as well. So hopefully, hopefully by... It's four months. It's over four months to our next game, and hopefully the world will be in a lot better place at that stage. And uh, 
we'll have uh, we'll be going into our next World Cup qualifier on a back of a win, and hopefully with fans in the Aviva Stadium or wherever it is away from home. Yeah, I agree. Just one last uh, point there. Connor Carberry just says you wouldn't like to see Michael Duffy called up as soon as one of the replacements. His actual paperwork is still uh, being assessed by FIFA or something like that. I read it when Aaron McInef was speaking about his um, his one going through, his basic her passport stuff getting sorted out um, from switching over because he had played for Northern Ireland as a youngster. So, same thing's happening with Michael Duffy. So, when that goes through, he will be eligible, just not right now. He, he is not, just not eligible right now. So, that's the only reason probably why he's not in the squad. So, hope that information stands to you. Huge thanks to everybody who joined in in the comments. Uh, there'll be a Start 11 show going up shortly as well, with the final word went out from the Wales game as well. So, huge thanks to Gary for joining me. And, uh, yeah, if you're new or returning, please drop a subscribe as well and drop a like on the video as well if you enjoyed it. Thanks very much for watching, guys, and take care. Come on, you boys in green. Thanks, guys.